0: Welcome to Explaining Albania with me, Alice Taylor. Now, today's show is about something really exciting, but it is one of the times I wish I had a documentary. That's because the topic is pretty visual. Now, I've been learning the Albanian language for about two and a half years, and I find it very difficult, but I'm doing okay, and it is a beautiful, beautiful language, um, now, as someone who's completely obsessed with Albania and everything Albanian, I was absolutely overjoyed to learn that Albania actually has its own unique scripts. So these scripts were written and created to express the Albanian language and they're not based on any other alphabet. So that means it's not in Latin, it's not in Cyrillic, it's not in Greek, it's not in Arabic every single letter has been created specifically to represent the Albanian language. Now I made this discovery on Twitter of all places where I came across the profiles of two men who were publishing in this script and had created beautiful artistic representations of this script. So my guests today are Arba Boritsi, a computer scientist, and Lirim Kapitai, who studied architecture and also has the Twitter account AlbPattern, that's AlbPattern, where he has used influences from traditional Albanian patterns to create stunning graphics. Anyway, we're here today to talk about unique Albanian alphabets. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I appreciate you taking the time. Could you start at the beginning and introduce yourself?
1: Thanks, Alice. It's a pleasure to be on your show. Uh, My name is Arbor Borici. I am a computer scientist um, living in Vancouver, Canada. That's what I do by day. But my nocturnal activities and my range of passions vary from language, uh, learning foreign languages, natural and constructed, uh, linguistics as a science that uh, describes the language in its various forms, as well as a variety of other passions, such as religion and philosophy. Uh, for purposes of this show, of course, uh, my passion on uh, written language as an early characteristic of any civilization is a focus.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, I would love to share my thoughts on particular uh, symbols for used for writing the Albanian language over the century.
0: Yeah, now this is something amazing. You know, I've I've been sucked into Albanian Twitter and I noticed that people were changing their names to this indecipherable script. And I was very curious and I tracked you down and I found that you'd created, or okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but you'd sort of worked on creating a, a computer usable script based on an uh, a uniquely Albanian script. Now, forgive me if I'm getting any of the terms wrong here because I am not... Involved in linguistics or alphabets or anything like that, but I didn't know that there were any alternative scripts for Albanian. So, right. how does this work?
1: So, not many people, not many people in Albania, know uh, of the existence of various scripts invented by Albanian um, scholars um, in 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 the past several centuries. Um, they're not aware, and they're Uh, They're taught in a cursory fashion in our history books or in our history classes. So my motivation for uncovering the various scripts that were invented for the Albanian language stems from um, a couple of decades ago when I was doing research in computational linguistics focused on the Albanian language, trying to describe it computationally, its structure, its properties. And at the time, I had a personal communication with Robert Elsie, the late translator and albinologist and historian essentially, who um, is quite humbly knowledgeable yes. um, on the Albanian, on everything Albanian really.
0: Yes. So we,
1: we had some exchanges and that's where I learned of his um, cataloging of the various scripts of the Albanian language. So I started digging into that and I said, this is amazing. Oh. Um, there were several Albanians over, si- since the late 18th century. Uh, at least from what from the documents we have historically uh, authenticated, who um, developed scripts, whether they they were influenced by original ones or originally typed um, to write the Albanian language, to write the phonology, to to capture um, the vast phonology of the Albanian dialects, both Gag and Tosk, mm-hmm. primarily the Tosk dialect. Um, so my interest then from there and. I learned of the existence of what's known, what's come to be known as the Elbasan script, which is what you've seen on Twitter. Yep. Developed by Gregory of Durachium, as he was known, Gregory of Duras. Um, and um, followed by the Vecilharji script, which is something that I'm, uh, I've become more of an expert unofficially mm-hmm. on, um, <laughs> to write the Albanian language. And there were several other scripts from, from the documents that we have. And Von Hahn, the famous German Albanologist, was the first one to catalog the scripts Mm -hmm. um, in German. And um, he's got a list, a compendium essentially of of the various Robert Elsie did publish a book on borrowed and invented alphabets as well. And that that kind of covers the gamut of the uh, historically reliable scripts that we've been able to discover. There could be more, but-
0: How many are there? That, okay, let's that's, say that's unique. So ones created specifically for Albanian and not sort of borrowed or interpreted from another script.
1: Right, besides the four borrowed, we have, I think, five or six wow.
2: Alphabets
1: developed. That's um, amazing. Different periods. And yeah. at a time, so if we were to um, contextualize the history, it comes, at, it comes at a time where the sublime port was seeing its decline, economic and powerful. The Ottoman Empire was declining rapidly, mm-hmm. uh, starting in the 18th century, even earlier, arguably, but that's kind of the deterministic phase of it. And um, there was, there were original awakenings in the Balkans. So Serbia had become a principality in the 1817, and eventually, de facto and de jure, it became independent. Greece fought for about eight 10 years to become independent, starting in 1821. So the Albanian people for lack of Albania as a nation state were kind of um, forced by the market economy that was developing, the uh, rapid decline of of the Ottoman Empire Uh kind of awaken, and that's what we call the national awakening of Albania Uh period starting in the mid 19th century, perhaps earlier and ending in the 1912 independence declaration. So that's, that's where people intellectuals were obviously trained in Romania and other neighboring countries like Greece Um, started awakening, started uh, instigating mutinies, intellectual mutinies, not necessarily armed revolts, (laughs) um, to raise awareness of this Albanian ethos, uh, ethnos that existed essentially, and the need to extinguish ignorance by raising uh, a collective consciousness on the Albanian language and history, and the fact that writing it down means the survival of Albanian culture and language.
0: Because if I'm, and correct me if I'm wrong, I, I might well be, Albanian as a language wasn't written down for m- most of its history and sort of until quite recently in its own form. Is that correct? It was well, spoken.
1: So, right, it, 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 it was primarily a spoken language but we have the missal of John Buzuku. Um, so um, the, um, uh, the missal was written in Using the Latin alphabet
0: uh-huh.
1: in the 15th century, so they the historical documents claim that that's the earliest al- a written Albanian document. Um, so it has we have written we have written Albanian, but it was very isolated. It uh-huh. belonged to very uh, it belonged to the high society and very specific individuals or collectives, and eventually um, the Ottoman Empire and Albania's. Um, engagement in the political and social life of the of the empire more so than serbians or greeks at the time um kind of did not provide a motivation for committing to developing an albanian script not so much that it was not allowed by the ottoman empire i believe that's partially a myth this mm-hmm. kind of nation of ourselves but it's it was more lack of motivation to do it this is my opinion and some of the opinion of some modern historians as well so it was written, we know it was written, we have some evidence, but not with the uh, invented alphabets, it was either written with the Arabic script, which was borrowed from the Ottoman language, ultimately from Arabic, or the Latin script, some was written arguably in Cyrillic in, in the Slavic script, as well as Greek, obviously,
2: using
1: mm-hmm. the Greek letters.
0: So this Elbasan script, let's start there, when, when was this written, by whom, and why?
1: Right. So um, this is the earliest known invented alphabet uh, developed by Gregory of Duras. I believe he was a priest. Mm -hmm. I don't know the denomination. I can't recall, but Mm -hmm. it was in in Duras at the time. And he developed the script. And if you look at the script, and in fact, for the sake of it, I I did some random sampling with my uh, friends and colleagues here in Canada. Their first reaction upon seeing a paragraph that I had written in the Elvis script was, oh, this looks like Russian or Bulgarian or Slavic. So if you look at the Elbasan script, it is highly influenced by the Slavic letters. It has like a little Slavic lambda there, or the, 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 the way the shapes are formed is reminiscent of the Cyrillic letters. Oh,
2: okay. There are
1: some that are unique, but it's not pure in that sense. Like, so, just to yeah.
0: interrupt you one second, that's what I thought when I saw it for the first time, I thought, oh, hold right. on, that looks like, no, maybe it's no. No, it's not. You can, very, you can see, right. and then suddenly yeah. you're like, no, no, it's not. What is it? You know? Sorry, carry on.
1: <laughs> so he, he developed that as, as, as means, we believe, to promote written Albanian language, and it was discovered in El Basan in, the, in the manuscript there. Now, it wasn't originally the sense of orthography and the type form uh, until so that's where Harje's genius comes in. He developed an alphabet and he intentionally did so we don't know how long it took him to develop that some claim he he worked on it for 20 years not contiguously necessarily but starting in the mid 1820s until mm-hmm. when he published it in his uh uh Evator, which is the alphabet book in 1845 um he his intention was to develop an alphabet that appealed to all of albanians so no Albanian would be uh, discouraged to use it because they subscribe to a specific religious dogma Mm -hmm. uh, denomination or they're influenced by, say, uh, the Greek culture and they they are anti-Ottoman and so forth. So he decided to draw, to design an alphabet, to design letters that appealed to all of Albanians. That was his intention. And he actually explicitly states that in in one of his letters. Um, And I believe he achieved his goal uh, almost perfectly. So if you look at Hitchin Hart's alphabet, alphabet, there are some letters that my Armenian friends would, would recognize. So the letter D and the in his alphabet are near exact copies of some other Albe- uh, Armenian letter. But overall, it is a pure type form. Um, it was. The, it, it is a little bit difficult to get used to. The calligraphy is quite difficult. It, mm-hmm. it, it's got a learning curve behind it but it's quite neutral with respect to any religious or political explanation. Yes. So it's very neutral. I think science. that's
0: important in a place like Albania, especially yes. the religious sort of side of things to have something that's, that's very neutral. So okay, but in terms of the Alba script, for example, it was created. Why, why did it not go on to be used widely? What, what right.
1: prevented that? This is an endemic problem with every invented alphabet in Albania um no they didn't catch up there was an initial enthusiasm to ad- uh, adopt the alphabets uh, that we know of particularly with vegetable heart. we have more documents to show that
2: mm-hmm. and
1: the later alphabets there was a tremendous enthusiasm in the beginning there were people writing letters stating that this is great we should promote this all over uh, throughout the Albanians there wasn't talk of Albania at the time it was mostly mm-hmm. throughout so that we can extinguish, and I quote here, we can extinguish ignorance and become like the rest of the civilized European countries. This is written down. So there was, uh, there was a positive motivation, there was enthusiasm, and then it died out for several reasons I, I'd suspect. First, lack of logistics and investments to create, to cut the type, to print more, to, to kind of um, multiply the printing. Uh-huh. Um, it was very difficult to build uh the type form and t- to build uh the cuts for for the printers at the time there was no investments uh there was no will by several circles like ottoman and greek to allow them to continue for obvious political influence. yes <laughs> that kind of that's that's a famous conjecture throughout albanian historiography uh-huh. uh, Whether it's true or not it, it's open to debate i should wish to think so because there are some indications but not purely reliable. So it didn't catch up. None of these alphabets caught up. There were, throughout the National Awakening in the um, 19th century, there were attempts to revivify some of these, but then you had uh, Muslim scholars who, with good intentions to educate the populace, uh, built Albanian alphabets based on the Ottoman alphabets. So we have documents of very good Muslim scholars who are educated in Turkey, promoting written Albanian, using Arabic scripts for the sake of educating the masses more so than for the sake of stating, okay, we've got our own alphabet, let's use it. So it didn't really catch up for logistic reasons, for economic reasons, for political reasons, the uh, national awakening, um, the momentum was there, but then uh, towards the beginning of the 20th century, it died out as we're gaining independence. So It didn't really catch up. And then they adopted the Latin alphabet in the end.
0: Yes. And obviously this was the case with other Um, with the other alphabets as well, I'd imagine. There were other political situations, um, logistical funding seems to be an ever-present issue um, in the region, so none of them were ever, they've just all been relegated to history books.
1: Correct, and um, it's a pity, honestly, because Mm -hmm. um, the the intention in the 19th century, particularly there, or even earlier, if you were to consider the cultural and linguistic beginnings of the national, of what we call the national awakening, the Albanian Renaissance as it were,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: had a goodwill, had a good intention behind nice. it. That based on the axiom that writing is, writing and science essentially are the cornerstones of civilization. The intention of those um, educated, the educated elite was to kind of intellectually raise awareness of the populace that says, look, guys, we need to um, adapt to the reality. The Ottoman Empire is failing. What are we doing? Serbia is establishing its once glorious principality. Greece is already independent. Um, We're kind of ailing alongside um, the sublime port. So we need to do something. Uh, The market economy, the demands are growing. Uh, The the feudal uh, economy was being eclipsed being replaced by the localized chief cheese, as we know them, the, the essentially existence of local market economy where demands are met by the village, uh, the farmers and so forth. So mm-hmm. we need to catch on culturally and intellectually as well. Nice. And I mean, this, this, uh, these intellectuals who promoted um, the cultural advances were educated in Romania, in Greece. So they had seen what's been going on in terms of the cultural revolutions in those societies and they wanted to adapt and and um, bring those into the Albanian society, raise awareness, as it were.
0: And I guess maybe using the Latin alphabet, maybe they thought it would it, it was it was one less cultural barrier. You know, it would be easier to share things from Albania, and to, and having a completely different alphabet would be some an obstacle in the way of that.
1: Correct. And if you think about the, the Latin alphabet from the fall of Skanderbeg and the Castrioti Principality, the dynasty essentially. Um, it was viewed as the alphabet of the Christians. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, there was that implied enmity between the Ottoman Empire and following the Crusades. Obviously it left a very, very bad mark on the Islamic world though, and that's a reality. So it was kind of viewed as an antagonistic alphabet. We have our own, we have the perfect alphabet, uh, Arabic script and um, nobody wanted to adopt it. And then following the mass Islamization of the, of the Albanians, essentially, we stuck to the... Uh, um, Arabic script at the mm-hmm. time, official script, not not to say that, or not to avoid saying that there were um, endeavours over the centuries to revivify uh, Albanian, written Albanian language, whether in the Latin script or in other scripts, we just don't have documents. Yes, it.
0: you know, I find it so, I, you know, one thing that always impresses me about Albanian people is um, how patriotic they are and patriotic not nationalist because after Twitter this weekend, I don't want (laughs) to. It was just on fire. Um, But very patriotic people, very proud of their history, their culture, extremely proud proud of the Albanian language and the fact that it is essentially not similar to any other language in in Europe. It's very unique. You've got the longest alphabet in the world, I think. Yes. Um, So To me, the fact that you have these original, beautiful, completely unique scripts, I'm like, surely you guys would be, you know, shouting about this and proud to use them and trying to revive them. I don't understand this.
1: So this is an important point. So let's 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 I'll break it down into three discussion Mm -hmm. points. So the first one uh, in terms of Indo-European languages, when um, albinologists, I believe German albinologists, uh, von Hahn, was it who proved that Albanian was is an inter-European language if you put it on the linguistic tree on the linguistic map, it is Albanian Greek and Armenian are their own branches mm-hmm. so there is their island languages they no two are the same essentially it's not like the Romance languages that stem from Latin or English which has like I believe 60% Latin and French plus mm-hmm. and so forth. Um, so that's the first point it's the island language has been able to survive over the centuries. The second point is, Our patriotism, with respect to to the linguistic and cultural aspect uh, and and historic aspect, of course, of our country and people, is not unique. It's uh, shared among small peoples in Europe and elsewhere in the world who have either been oppressed over the centuries, Mm -hmm. have had the misfortune to be in um, turf, uh, in a turf war between uh, powers
0: have had to struggle for their
1: identity. Because of that struggle, they have had to develop uh, both a defense mechanism as well as ways to promote the fact that they are ancient, that they existed, that they're not. So this is reminiscent of what the Aboriginal peoples in Canada are trying to do now, for example. They're trying to revivify their language, their lost languages, their language that was eventually suppressed by the European invasion and so Mm -hmm. forth. So it's very reminiscent. It's not unique to Albanians, but it is essentially unique in Europe, in a sense. The third point, I wanted to bring in a concept in linguistic known as the alphabetic principle. So the alphabetic principle essentially states that there exists a correspondence between spoken sounds, the sounds essentially in the language, and written characters to represent those sounds. Languages which have a near perfect or a perfect uh, phonetic orthography are those that have one letter per sound. Uh English, in this sense, is not phonetic because there are many sounds that are expressed by letters ambiguously. Albanian is near phonetic, is almost perfect, except for the double letters like G-J or D-H, which compose one sound. Serbian is perfect. It has a perfect correspondence, one-to-one correspondence. Mm-hmm. So Vecilharj alphabet, Elbasan script, and other invented alphabets uh, promote a perfect phonetic correspondence. So they, they do not violate the alphabetic principle in that sense. So That has a beautiful philosophical aspect to it, a beautiful aesthetic aspect to it. It it provides for a well-defined, unambiguous written language. Uh, Whether they thought of that at the time or not is a different story. I don't think they Mm -hmm. did. The more recent advancement in linguistics, but it demonstrates that languages can be carefully um, calibrated in written form to represent thought. And Esperanto as a constructed language is a beautiful example of that, which also is phonetic. So these three points essentially are uh, points that can raise awareness among Albanians and make them more proud of the history.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: that's that's how I would define patriotism in that sense, in the sense of you've got a reliable history here. You're, you're, we're not making up conjectures of any sort, prehistoric conjectures and what have you. So you've got efforts to try to write the language and to make sure that we maintain whatever ancient civilization we inherited from our ancestors. Yes. So, it's it's very important in that sense for sure.
0: I think it's you know I'm still fascinated by it. So, you know um, by the whole thing these these scripts that are uniquely Albanian, and I I just feel that more people need to know about it. I mean, do you think there is ever a chance that any of them would ever be used widely again?
1: Very very good question. <laughs> and one I've mulled over and contemplated over so many. I wish times. I, I mean, hope the answer is so- yes. I, so in <laughs> 2017, I decided to, um, there, so some, some historical background, some, some context here. So uh, when I learned about, uh, after my personal communication with Robert Elsie, when I learned about the existence of, of these alphabets, I'm very keen on scripts. I've collected a lot of scripts from various languages. I'm constructed in natural. I'm very, very passionate about that. So it's an unusual interest. So when I contacted Elsie and I I was made aware of this, I also noticed that Michael Everson, a linguist and a typograph, um, uh, typographist essentially, had uh, established a Unicode proposal, had written a Unicode proposal, to kind of formalize the Vechil-Harchi alphabet and promote it into production in the Unicode system so that we can have it all over our machines, whoever has it. I looked at the proposal and I said, okay, this is great. The font is not open source. So I'd like to design my own and make it available to all Albanians, Mm -hmm. including building a keyboard for Mac and other operating systems. So in 2017, I spent a month or so designing the font sloppily, I'm not really an artist, not as beautiful as the font Lyrim design, for example. (laughs) And uh, I build the keyboards, I publish the keyboards, so they're ready for execution as soon as Unicode approves the script. Wow. My hope is that, um, and this is where I wanna bring in the Far Eastern cultures and how serious they are they are about uh, resisting to change, even though change may be easier than tradition. Korean, Chinese cultures are very strict at preserving their characters, they're, they're mm-hmm. written. The Korean language is a syllabic language that has about 46, I believe, or 50 uh, characters per syllable that comprise their entire language. And when they write their legal texts, their constitution, their traditional literature, they use those characters strictly. They do not use Arabic numerals. They use letters that represent them. So my motivation for designing the font and building those, uh, creating those YouTube lectures, which only 10 or 20 people have seen, and uh, building the keyboards was precisely to revivify the alphabet and to use it in the public life in albania Mm -hmm. to use it in publishing the constitution symbolically
0: or
1: legal text there's nothing wrong with that and i talk about it at length in one of my videos and propose even a system of writing the numbers for legal paragraphs for example instead of using Mm -hmm. Arabic numbers you can use letters from the alphabet just to kind of carry over that sentiment from the national awakening and um, show to the world that there is a cultural element of the language that is unique to Albania, yes. no different than what the Armenian script is to Armenia or the Chinese characters are to China and so forth.
0: It's really something to be incredibly proud of. You know, I mean, have you spoken to any like the Ministry of Culture or anyone in Albania who has input on this sort of thing?
1: Right, so I've reached out to the Ministry of Culture. I sent a few emails in 2017 and I said, I've, uh, I've been engaged in this. I'm not a professional linguist. I have an interest, I've studied it on my own. I'd like this to be promoted. I'd like, if I, I have a history book, Alice, from 1981. It's the old historiography product, but I found it here in North Vancouver. Uh, wow. Among a basis, it's sort strange, it's uh, worn out. There is only one paragraph dedicated to the Vecilharji alphabet and it is sloppily written and there is no information at all. So in the new history book that the Academy of Sciences is now engaged in writing, it would be great if they promote these alphabets yes. and talk about it in, in painstaking detail like Robert Elsif,
2: yes. people,
1: did. And um, I never heard back from the Ministry of Culture Obviously, um, oh, yeah. I did contact some other linguists in korch that have mm-hmm. theory, who have access to the original uh, alphabet that Vichy Hartje published in the manuscript in 1845. Um, they sent a scanned copy. It's everybody can request it. It's all over the place, but there is besides being in a museum, there is not awareness. And I've received a lot of positive feedback yeah, from the,
0: yeah.
1: videos, and they're very happy. But primarily from the district, of course, not the rest of uh-huh. Albania. I've been trying to promote this. And now that when I saw some interest on Twitter again from Lirim and others, I said, oh, this is great. It's, it's picking yeah. up, though it's at a slow pace. So my hope is that one day the Ministry of Culture picks it up and starts promoting it. There's nothing wrong with having, in addition to the Latin alphabet, which is quite convenient, having your own script to at least write specific texts.
0: Uh, yes, yeah, like you said, symbolically to write the constitution, to write certain plaques, things like that, to teach s- students who are studying the Albanian language. You know, this should be a core part of what they're learning.
1: Absolutely. I that mean, it's a great win, essentially.
0: So, when I publish this podcast and the article, I'm going to tag everyone. <laughs> everyone I know yeah. the ministry the minister people who work there the lady who washes the floors everyone I can find <laughs> yeah. to try yeah. and get them to take notice because as as a foreigner um this is incredibly unique and it's incredibly special and it's very very interesting and it's also sad that it's not it's died out or it never really started but the 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 memory of it the teaching the the knowledge about it is only limited to a, a few people and that there's no official effort to keep this going that's very sad
1: that is very sad and that's correct now on that note alice um since um your native language is english as well so i'm a member of the shaven group as well so george bernard shaw before mm-hmm. his death he commissioned uh, whoever was interested linguists artists and whoever to develop a script for the english language that complied with the alphabetic principle that was phonetic so uh, kingsley in the 1960s after shaw's death developed a beautiful alphabet to write the english language to capture all the possible 40 sounds wow. of the english language and the eight ligatures the ur the mm-hmm. ears and forth and i'm a member of that group so i write english in the shavian script as well wow which is a beautiful way to write English that unambiguously produces the written form. And I'm
0: going to have to look this up. I'm... So,
1: so I'm, I'm a big fan of these scripts. Now, not so many people have caught up with the Shavian script, obviously. The Latin script, its convenience, its historic impact. But uh, for the sake of culture, as well as symbolically, it mm-hmm. won't hurt if we promote scripts that a society engulfed in an empire and um, in the problems that were created um, by the resultant force of things. Yes. would be proud to revivify and to absolutely oh.
0: you know especially in the context of today where you have thousands of people leaving the country every every year and this this culture this history is being diluted it's not the word but spread out across continent continents and what's happening here there's not much interest from younger generations I sound like my mother in, <laughs> in history and what happened before you know so I think it is very important on a on a slightly different note I've mentioned this in a few pop- because it was something that I found quite amazing, so I I don't know if you know of it, but if not, you can go and look into it if you if you have time. So I'm half Welsh, um, so I know a bit about languages being stamped out, and um, my my father, when he was at school, he was every time he spoke Welsh, his teacher would hit him. You know, it was this sort of attitude. But did you know that there are quite a few words in celtic welsh and irish which have are very similar to Albanian.
1: i've heard of that mm. i've heard of that for sure uh, i've heard of it in 2003 to be mm-hmm.
0: precise wow you um, know the exact year <laughs> I, I
1: do because um i remember i was shocked to hear that mm-hmm. in the beginning um that we so uh, there was this um historian from cambridge who visited albania and i had the pleasure to meet him i, I forget oh. his name I'm very bad with names, but <laughs> was talking about it. And I said, okay, whatever. Another guy that says that there's a relationship between the Celtic, uh, such a far region Albanian, But then um, I never dug into it, but I know it exists as a conjecture. So I'd be very happy to learn more about it.
0: I was so- really, you know for me, it was really cool. I was like, yes, my home and my heritage are somehow linked. I don't know if it has anything to do with Celtic presence in sort of North Albania and what's now Kosovo sort of a long time ago. I have absolutely no idea. I'm not a historian, but um, yeah, let me know on that, because for me, it was just cool to have this link. (laughs) I I don't know how how valid that link is. But um, so now you said you have a uh, a a prototype for a keyboard or the potential to make a keyboard with this script and you're awaiting for approval from Unicode? Is that something?
1: You can develop the keyboards independently. Mm -hmm. I've developed a keyboard for Mac because I use Mac and the Unix systems because it's easy to translate, not for the Windows systems, but that's easy to develop. So I've developed the keyboard. I personally type in the Vigital script because I've also designed the fonts. I've installed them locally on my machine everybody can download it from my website or from the YouTube videos and install them on their machine. But if they were to send an email to somebody else who doesn't have the script, it wouldn't read. So the Unicode would be there to formalize that reading and it's still in proposal state. I've been trying to promote it to production with Unicode. I've been sending a couple of messages, of course. I haven't received a reply, but it's still in proposal state. The Elbasan script got promoted into production and that's really good. It's now right. public because we can read it on Twitter. You have no Yay. problem. So it's there. The virtual heritage script is not there yet. I've seen how it looks on websites. So it, it's beautiful. It's it's really nice. Uh, I hope it gets published soon by, by
0: you Yes, I hope but so. But I've too. developed
1: those. I write, I do type, in, I, I write, I practice because um, it's uh, quite easy to forget.
0: And yes. <laughs> Do you have any plans to work on any other alphabets?
1: Very good question. Um, So the reason why I picked the Vechil script is due to its neutrality, due to Mm -hmm. its uh, historic neutrality and the fact that when I sampled it with the same colleagues with whom I sampled the Albasani script told me that it was, it looked Russian, they could not say anything in, in reaction to that when they saw it they said what is this and so forth so I felt good that's yes. how I it's, a, it's a subjective decision to work on it more so than objective uh, I do not have plans to work on any other I might find the motivation to do so eventually but I believe um, what should be done and this is my my piece of advice for the Institute of Albanology and linguistics in Albania is to dig deeper to see if there are any more documents that can be unearthed where other alphabets may have been proposed or whether uh, they should be publishing books on the matter and research on the matter and um, promote that um, Mm -hmm. throughout the populace throughout the population in in Albania and Kosovo and by the way there's more interest in Kosovo Mm -hmm. and among the nationals in Albania um, in fact, the Vecilharji script was revivified by Adon Mwajeri. He's, uh, he was a master of arts student at the time when, uh-huh. when he designed the project with the with, uh, Vigilharji letters at oh, the wow. same time as I was building the font, essentially. So I, I in fact, cite him in my, in my videos as well. It's, it's amazing.
0: Why do you think there's more interest in
1: Kosovo? Well, um, I, I believe that with oppression comes... Um, oppression essentially uh, begets a sense of patriotism. It kindles uh, it kindles your patriotism and the willingness to promote what's being oppressed uh, in reaction to that pernicious action that has been happen- happening to Albanian people right by the mm-hmm. big powers. So I believe Kosovo Albanians. By the way, I dislike the term, but Albanians in the in the Kosovo, essentially, um, they have that they've always had that um, that fire within them to promote patriotism. In fact, I have a personal history on the matter. My my grandmother's brother, uh, he was an uh, Albanian teacher. He was sent in the early in the late 1930s or in the early 1940s to Kosovo to teach Albanian in the city of Pei. He's very very well known there, and we have family in Pei as a result. Mm-hmm. After the Albania Yugoslavia split he was never able to return back home so he mm-hmm. he, he created a fa- he established a family there he taught Albanian there and he's, he's very very well known in pay so as, as an Albanian teacher he would write letters to my grandmother letters that I've read as a kid I used to read as a kid where he expresses how much the people here love learning our language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in written form and in spoken, the grammar, etc. And at the time, it wasn't the formal, the, the official grammar that we have now. It was the Albanian of the time, essentially. Yes. So um, he was from Elbasan, so Mongol cities. So it has a personal touch to it as well. So he used to speak very highly of Kosovo Albanians as how much they love language. And I believe it relates to the oppression. That's mm-hmm. one possible factor. There could be other factors that can explain that, but it is- It makes it is, sense. It is,
0: so wait he, he was a, a language teacher so it's sort of in your genetics
1: well Linguistics. i should so. used to think so i i've uh, i've loved learning languages as a kid
2: mm-hmm.
1: i still learn foreign languages now and um i like the logic behind each language there's tremendous logic behind how the language which is, we, we call grammar
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's the rules essentially um it's Very close to the formal logic we have in my field of training in computer science, for example.
0: I was just going to say that was spoken like a true computer scientist, <laughs> right? So we have, <laughs> we have
1: this affinity with, with languages, particularly with constructed languages, because they're so um artificial, so so logical. But uh, it's I, I'm a very attracted to languages, I do study a lot. Uh, I um I'm currently studying, for example, biblical Hebrew among all languages. Wow. Because yeah. I love the grammar and the, the fact that it's so ancient and so well-preserved and so forth. So uh, obviously I'm studying Chinese. My wife is ethnically Chinese. So mm-hmm. um, I love the Chinese pictographs, the the characters essentially, and the beauty behind them, the platonic depiction of the objects that they represent, for example. Yes. So I, I'm a big fan of language. Uh, it's in my genes, I should wish to think, but uh, I... Had that motivation as a kid, reading these letters from my grandmother's brother, for example. Uh, learning languages as a kid, um, learning grammar. The, I, I'm very well. I should wish. I believe I'm very well acquainted with the grammar of the Albanian language. So when, whenever I see on Twitter a uh, language that's written sloppily, I said, "No, that's bad grammar. You've you forgotten apostrophe here." An apostrophe the grammar,
0: right. Albanian grammar, is killing me slowly. <laughs> yeah. It's. I'm trying so hard. I'm. I'm. I'm not like you. I'm not. I don't. I learn very well from listening, from talking, from hearing, from forcing myself to, to engage with the language. From studying it, it, it just doesn't, it goes in and then out again. Um, but the grammar is just so hard, it, it really is. And it makes it's me hard. nervous to express yeah. myself, but I have to get over that because, yeah.
1: Right, um, fascinating topic as well. It's it's a very convoluted grammar that of Albanian. Um, particularly when you add to it the phonological variations of our dialects. Like the gag dialect the dialect is extremely rich.
0: Yes, 15, I love it.
1: It's... Seven vowels, they have like 15, including the nasals and uh, the, the mid-range, the open, the closed, and so forth. So it's, it's an amazing language with tremendous variations. in such a small region.
0: For me, the Geg the Geg dialect is my favorite to listen to. Hey. Um, I can I can listen to a woman from Shkodra talk for hours, you know, just yep. I, I no idea what she's talking about. But I just it's like music to my ears. But, you know, after I'd first after about two years of being here, I thought I was quite good in conversational Albanian. And then I went to the north and yeah. tried to have a conversation and went, oh, <laughs> you know, back to square one. I'm a bit better now. But yeah, the Geg the gag dialect. And yet this was one that was sort of suppressed a bit or people tend yes. to look down upon
1: it has a tragic history because not only that but also the Cham dialect as well um it, there was this inexplicable horrific stigma uh mm-hmm. in the 20th century um albania as we know it so among the nationals of albania there was this um stigma against everything that deviated the uh official language mm-hmm. um, the official Albanian of the 1970s, which adopted the Tosk pronunciation and um, cleaned up the grammar a little bit, the the orthography in particular, because it was a mess. But the stigma persisted. And I remember as a kid, and this is very sad, when um, we, after the fall of communism in Albania, when we started getting in touch with our Albanian brothers and sisters in Kosovo. their language was so different that um, many people, I've witnessed many people in, in Albania, many nationals in Albania make fun of it, mm-hmm. deride it, uh, diminish it. So there were there was a lot of negative reaction for something that was different.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That could be because of the stultification of minds during the communist regime, that, that could be a very good explanation for stultified minds are usually like that, bigotry and so forth. But I believe it is, I believe, I agree with Ismail Kadare here. I believe the true Albanians are there and the true language is there. It's not, not to be found elsewhere. It's right there, it's right in the north. So um, that richness, that, that wealth of phonology and, and um, variation and pure words that okay. resisted um, foreign um, manipulation, both orthographic or and phonological, are are the true authentic Albanian words. So more attention needs to be paid to that
2: mm-hmm. dialect.
1: It needs to be preserved. I even make a comment in one of my videos on the Vichylargi script that it can be extended to accommodate the rich phonological variances in the North, in, in the Gag dialect. So on that note, that's, that's p- probably another reason why in the past decade or so, the, the, the young Albanians, the ones that are not, that were not raised or educated in a, in, in a specific historiography um, are raising awareness of the need to preserve this cultural mm-hmm. variation because it's becoming an endangered language. It's gonna become yes. an endangered language. Eventually it's a natural procession. So it's something we need to preserve. And that's one of the reasons why I'm doing this minor thing why I'm raising awareness of these cultural elements while it may not be directly related to the Gag dialect, it is essentially part of our cultural inheritance that we need to raise awareness on because there's a lot of interesting hypotheses going on in the modern world in the 21st century about Albanians not existing or uh, Albanians being invented in the 20th century, etc. So I, I'd like to counter <sighs> the facts. Yes. These are facts that are historically reliable, they are not theological or philosophical arguments. Mm-hmm. They're reliable, they can be attested and falsified easily, if, if, if that were the case. So uh, this is my intent. It's not so much as stating, okay, guys, forget about Latin script. Let's switch back to this. It's more about, you need to know that there's been efforts, intellectual efforts to write Albanian in a unique script for these reasons, one, two, three, four, yes. five. So, um, that's important to learn. And then you leave it up to people to adopt it and so forth.
0: Thank you so much. This has been really interesting for me. I, I wish I had the sort of ability to learn the script myself, um, but I think I need to get to grips with basic Albanian with le- in the Latin letters first. But I think what you've done and what you're doing is, is fantastic. And I've learned a lot from this conversation.
1: I really appreciate this opportunity to talk about such an important topic in my view. Thank you so much, Alice. <laughs>
0: Hi Lurine, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, for those listening, can you introduce
2: yourself please? Hello, thanks for having me. Um, my name is Derim Kapitai. I'm from New York. Uh, my family is originally from Kosovo and Malizi, which is Montenegro, um, yeah. And you were born in the US? Correct? I was born in the US, yes. yes.
0: Have you been back to the area much?
2: Several times. Yes. Yes. How,
0: how do you feel? Like, do you feel that connection there with your heritage?
2: Or- oh, I feel a very big connection. Uh, it's where my lineage is from. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been raised to be a patriot. <laughs> somewhat. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have many family members back home, uh, many stories from the life back home, especially during the war. Yes. So it has a special place in my heart.
0: Great, that's good to hear. Now, we're here today to talk about something pretty special, which is the unique alphabets, which um, accompany the Albanian language. So I came across your work and um, Arba's work on on Twitter, of all places. Um, I saw people using this bizarre and wonderful font and was prompted prompted to find more. So tell me a bit about your involvement with this.
2: Yes, so the script that you've been seeing on Twitter is really the Elbasan uh, script. Uh, That was something I started working on a few weeks ago because Mm -hmm. it interested me to see that there was a independent and unique Albanian script out there. Um, Luckily it was accepted by Unicode and there was a way to have it created on a computer where this way we can then use it in um, Twitter, we can use it in any uh, um really Operate. anywhere when you think about yeah. it, operated anywhere. And luckily, Arbor has been looking into the Vithkuchi script or the Vecchetharji script because that's something not as um commonly found. And mm-hmm. it's something I discovered not too long ago. And of course, I prefer the Vithkuchi script versus the El Basan because it's far more unique. It's not as influenced by Latin, Greek, or Arabic. And that's actually something the creator wanted, something that would unify all Albanians of every religious background. And I think it's a beautiful thing to work on.
0: And you've created some, and I'm gonna use the word artwork around this, haven't you? Tell me about about
2: that. Yeah, so the artwork was really inspired by the fact that you can't really find much on these scripts. So I decided to draw these out on an app called Procreate on my iPad and when doing so it just it brought joy to me because it's like I'm contributing something that Mm -hmm. is for our people is for our culture and history.
0: And what do you intend to do with these um these pieces of artwork you know I mean you could sell them as prints you could I mean there's all sorts you know I would love a print of one of them hanging on my wall you know. That's awesome Um,
2: really right now I'm not too sure uh I've (laughs) posted it onto Twitter for everyone to get hold of. I I really don't want to profit off of it because I feel like it is something that's important for our culture. It's something that should be available for free for everyone to use. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll see where it goes from here. Uh,
0: Do you think people will ever learn to write in this script? I hope so. I Mm -hmm. mean,
2: personally, I'm trying to learn to write in the script. Uh, It's something that I feel is important for us. If we go through history, we see that Albanians have always been oppressed be mm-hmm. it from every empire that conquered us, our neighbors who stunted our growth and the progression of our language. And that's actually something the creator wanted with this script. Um, it was something that would be unique to us. It's something that would help give us our own identity. And I know that it said that he once saw students, Albanian students, and they weren't speaking Albanian and he got very upset mm-hmm. and he said, listen, if you learn to speak your language, we could be powerful. We can grow from here. We wouldn't, we wouldn't just be absorbed by the nations around us or the empires that were controlling us. Mm-hmm. So, and of course now it's not a big problem because we are our own nation. We are our own culture. The Latin script is, of course, it's been in use since 1909, standardized. Um, but this is something that is our own and I feel we should pass it down and not let it get lost.
0: I agree, you know, when I when I understood that Albania had more than one sort of unique script for yes. its language and I was like, hold yes. on, how is it possible that the most proud to be, a, you know, the most proud people, the most patriotic <laughs> yes. people, yes. the most sort of, you know, complete, I mean, you see on Twitter, like, like being Absolutely. Albanian, I'm Albanian, you know, Absolutely. it's like, it's a huge part of Albanian people's identity is this Absolutely. pride. And yet you have this alphabet, which is uniquely yours completely Absolutely. yours and yet no one's mm-hmm. using it and I just found that really bizarre I was like guys come on you're like super patriotic here's this alphabet start using it
2: and and what's interesting about the history of this vitkuchi script or Vechelharji script is that the creator died prematurely mm-hmm. and the way he died is believed to have been due to the Greek church leaders murdering him oh, poisoning him wow. and it's also because he was against greek schools being organized in the albanian community because they wouldn't allow for the growth of the albanian language Mm -hmm. and it's very possible that because of his patriotic views for an albanian nation you know that was independent from any leader that's not albanian or any uh, religious organization that's not um run by an albanian um they found that to be problematic and ended up possibly killing him for it wow
0: yeah. That's you know that, that makes the use of these scripts or even just the, the
2: knowledge, you know, for the general public to have
0: knowledge about it, it makes it even more important.
2: And and his premature death led to it not being developed as much as it yes. could have been. It, it didn't get to spread out.
0: Now Arba told me that you know he's reached out to the Ministry of Culture on multiple occasions and tried to go, hey, look, what's happened, you know, and they're just
2: not interested. Why do you think that is? possibly because our people aren't as interested mm. we're not really pushing for it um I did hear that Unicode accepted our script and soon it should be available for you it's awesome it is really awesome yeah. it's a step forward and it's yeah, for yeah. people like Arbor that uh-huh. that are helping it you know be put forward yes. but I definitely believe that we should have more of a voice mm-hmm. and start pushing for this
0: you know especially as You have so many Albanian people that are leaving the country. You know, the younger generation as well are leaving. If they're not not planning to leave, their dream is to leave. You know, and when I, you know, I read and I travel and I see sort of traditions and crafts and things that have been alive for hundreds of years that are very much Albanian. And I think, well, if everyone goes, who's going to maintain these?
2: Of course, it's It's a problem. Listen, My own family has left, a lot of them has left um, Kosovo and Albania. And we have to worry about things like brain drain. Yeah. And you're right, you know, it's sad. Who is really gonna learn this when everybody's leaving? And who is really gonna take this up when everyone's leaving?
0: All it's these, you know, like the Albanian, um, I have a, a friend, she does weaving, like I, I can't oh. pronounce the word in Albanian for the, the machine that they do the weaving on. Yes. And she makes the most incredible fabrics and stuff. And she has a few apprentices, but they're all over the age of 40. And I think, well, once they're sort of dead and buried, excuse me for being blunt, who's going to carry this on? I don't see absolutely young girls in the, in the coffee shops of Tehran running to start to learn to weave you know and it's very sad
2: you're absolutely right about that you know once these skilled people go mm-hmm. it's, it's lost essentially yeah. and same thing his script would have been lost if um, historians weren't interested in it and yes. discovered these in like small libraries around the world yes.
0: well I think it's amazing what's being done um and I hope that you know, maybe through a bit of publicity, my podcast, I'm going to write an article as well. I hope some other media will pick it up because it really is something incredibly special and I'm still amazed by it. In fact, recording this these podcasts has been super exciting to me just because I find it amazing that you have this original, completely Albanian script and that it's makes me exciting. really happy.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> I hope other people will share our enthusiasm. I hope so. <laughs> Thank you very much, Louis.
2: Thank you very much. I feel honored to have been invited to the podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to the Explaining Albania podcast. You can stay up to date with our latest episodes on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and of course, Anchor FM. Be sure to follow us on social media as well for upcoming episodes and articles on Albania and the region.